0: Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Greetings to you in the most beautiful, precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It gives me great joy to meet you on our Saturday nights, Build with Hari Rao. I trust and I believe that this has been a week of victory and I believe the Lord with all my heart that you have been obedient to the instructions that the Lord has given to us and that you have set your time aside, you have consecrated yourself and you have been seeking the Lord. This evening is going to be an extremely, extremely powerful and a special evening for many of us. So I I believe God is going to answer our prayers. I believe God is going to intervene in many of our lives this evening. So I hope you have prayed yourself up and you have prepared your hearts for the word of the Lord today. I want to thank you for your diligence in joining us every week for the word of God. I want to thank you for joining us every week. I want to, you know, I will explain to you what moves my heart. When I see serious students of God's word, when I see people who are hungry for God's word and who pay a price to prioritize God's word, it always moves my heart because i know that it moves his heart and i know that i am in the company of people who enjoy and celebrate god's word and who will pay a price to hear the word of the lord ah uh, today is uh, today is going to be today is going to be a good day Today is going to be a good day. Today is going to be a good day. Amen. Can we pray and ask the Lord for His grace and His mercy? Father, we come to You and we come to Your throne of grace. I pray that there will be an anointing and a grace available to Your people that will break chains tonight I pray father that you will give us grace to successfully transition out of this present season and walk into the next one I pray that you will extend grace my God and my Savior to your people to not die in the wilderness to not perish in transition to not be buried in the place of transition god help us may the word of the lord come with power may the word of the lord come with grace and i pray that your people's hearts will be ready i pray that your people's souls and spirits will be ready to receive this word god we ask this in your most precious name. Amen. Amen. Ah, It's a good day, God's people. It's a good day. It's a good day. Today is also a very special day for my wife and I because we get to celebrate our dear mama in the faith, Prophetess Tini Matthew. I want to take this opportunity to celebrate her life celebrate the goodness of god upon her life what a blessing she has been personally to me and to my wife christina and to our marriage there are very very few people very few vessels who are as decorated as she is you know some people have to talk and then you will benefit from their presence Some people have to do a lot of things for you to receive from them. But my mama and faith is very different. You just have to be in her presence and answers will come to you. I cannot tell you how blessed I am. So mama, as a family, your children celebrate you. We wish you a most beautiful, beautiful and precious happy birthday. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for praying for us and thank you for covering us with the grace that is upon your life. We are beneficiaries of your kindness. Thank you for all the generosity you have extended toward us. We can't wait to be with you. We look forward to being with you soon. Thank you once again. Will you take a moment and appreciate her and celebrate with me You can't, you cannot honor me and not honor my spiritual parents. You cannot be a part of our family. You cannot be a part of this ministry and be recipients of grace through our lives and not appreciate the ones that pray for us and cover us and extend grace to us. So I want to encourage you to take a moment to celebrate her. Go on to her social media and convey your birthday wishes amen i trust you will do that i trust you will do that (sighs) have you been enjoying the word that has come to us in the last couple of weeks have you enjoyed learning about the promise and the process something has been happening in our Wednesday night Instagram live, there is a grace that has been released. And I see the word of the Lord is coming in a different capacity. And I have been, uh, I have been honored to bring you this word. And I enjoy reading your testimonies. I enjoy reading what the Lord is doing through the word. And through these broadcasts, I enjoy reading your um, testimonies. I also pray for you when you email us and tell us about your prayer requests. I, I don't always respond to all of them, but I want you to be assured that I'm praying for you. Amen. I want to spend some more time with you. Talking about how to finish the process, how to graduate from the process, how to escape your wilderness, how to strategically maneuver out of this season and enter into your next season. So I'm going to be talking to a very specific group of people. Two weeks ago, I told you how everything starts with God speaking. How everything starts with God giving you a word. Everything starts with God giving you a promise. And how our lives depend upon that promise of God, upon the words of Jesus. And then last week, actually earlier this week, on Wednesday, I spoke to you about the process. I spoke to you how there is a difference between you hearing the word and you receiving the word and you living that word, you living that prophecy. And between you hearing the promise and living the process, God allows us to go through a process. And this process is a gift from God. This process is a gift from God. Yeah. And today I want to, by the special grace of God, teach us, teach you about how you can activate certain principles, how you can do certain things that will. Help you graduate from school. That'll help you exit your transition. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You will not die in transition. You will not perish in the process. You will not die in between two seasons. I don't know who's hearing me, but I'm already preaching. I don't know who is, uh, paying attention, but I've already started to prophesy. I declare to you in the name of the Lord Jesus, transition will not be your death. Transition will not be your end. You will come out of this season. You will exit this process and inherit the complete destiny God has for you. If you believe that, I want you to say a mighty Amen. I want you to say a mighty Amen. Okay, I want to read. I want to read a verse for you. If you will go with me to the book of John, the Gospel according to John, chapter 2, and we will read a very, very familiar passage of scripture. On the third day, this is chapter 2, verse 1 onwards on the third day there was a wedding at cana in galilee and the mother of jesus was there jesus also invited to the wedding with his disciples jesus also was also invited to the wedding with his disciples when the wine ran out the mother of jesus said to him they have no wine jesus said to her woman what does this have to do with me my hour has not yet come wow let's read that one more time woman what does this have to do with me my hour has not yet come his mother said to the servants do whatever he tells you now there were six stones six stone water jars therefore the jewish rites of purification each holding 20 or 30 gallons jesus said to the servants fill the jars with water and they filled them up to the brim and he said now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast so they took it when the master of the feast tasted the water now become wine Okay, all right, all right. Can I take my time with you today? Please, you must, you must give me time. You must allow me to speak to you freely because I will take you somewhere tonight. We will go together. We will journey together and we will go somewhere. Like I said last week, the process is designed by God to equip you for the promise. The process is designed by God to strengthen your muscles, to strengthen your character, to strengthen your inner man, to carry the weight of the promise. So the process is a gift, but the process is a dangerous place. The process is a dangerous place because some people, and please, Pay attention to me when I'm telling you, some people will never exit the process. They will never accept, exit transition. They would have successfully come out of Egypt and they're now in the wilderness. But some people will never enter the promised land. That's what we see in the people of Israel. Um, The nation was delivered, set free from the chains of Egypt, set free from the bondage of Egypt, set free from the sins of Egypt, set free from slavery. Inherited, received a promise called, I will take you to the promised land. And between Egypt and Israel, there is a wilderness, an 11-day journey, which I would like to call the process. And a whole nation entered the process and out of an entire nation of million people only two exit only two people make it to the other side an entire generation dies in transit Mm. in the process and a new generation had to be born that joshua and caleb led into the promise of God, led into the fulfillment of the prophecy. So if you are not careful, I'm speaking to special people today. I'm speaking to people that have received prophetic utterances, that have received promises of God, that have a great destiny in Christ. I'm speaking to you and I want you to pay attention. If you are not careful, if you don't understand the protocols of the wilderness, if you don't understand the protocols of exiting the wilderness, there is a danger that you will live your entire life in the wilderness. You will live the entire life in transition. And there is nothing more frustrating to keep going in circles and never make progress. To keep moving but never arrive there is nothing more frustrating listen to me there is nothing more frustrating than to keep moving but never get closer to your promised land to keep movement movement is not progress movement is not progress the children of israel kept moving for 40 years they kept moving but they never arrived never arrived never arrived never arrived my god so scary so dangerous movement is not progress activity is not progress having things to do is not progress just because you are busy doesn't mean you are being successful just because you're doing a lot of things at church doesn't mean you're serving the Lord. Just because you have a job that takes care of your needs and you have money and you build a house doesn't mean you have fulfilled your God-given destiny. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. Please do not make that mistake. Israelites had everything to live. They had everything to exist. They had food. They had water. They had all of these things. Doesn't mean they were living their god-given destiny but let me let me let me let me take this one level deeper 24 7 listen to me 24 7 365 days a week the nation of israel was surrounded by the cloud of glory and the pillar of fire They were living in the presence of God and yet, oh, and yet didn't finish what they were supposed to finish, didn't exit the wilderness did not enter the path. so they how is this possible how is this possible that you wake up and you see the glory of god you go to bed and you see the cloud of uh, the pillar of fire you wake up to the glory of god you go to bed for the glory of god you are fed the food of angels ravens are coming um, not angels uh, quails are coming and falling at your doorstep manna is dropping from heaven you have all of these spiritual experiences, and yet you are not fulfilling your God given destiny. Ah, is it possible that you can be in the presence of God and still not be in the will of God? Hmm. Is it possible that you can be in church? You can be in the very glory of God and not do the will of God for your life. How is this possible? How is this possible? (laughs) How is this possible? You're in the presence of Jesus. Ah, you have stories to tell your children. Oh, my boy, you don't know. When I was growing up, when we came out of Egypt, the Lord met with us in a pillar of fire, in a cloud. You have stories. You have stories. But in 40 years, you have not made progress. In 40 years, you have not made progress. Progress. You have existed in one dimension of spirituality. You have existed in one level of Christianity. You have existed in one level of doing life. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. But here's the thing. You, you have the presence of God. You have the presence of God. You have the presence of God, and you have the provision of God. You even you even have food. You have nice you have nice food to eat. You have the bragging rights that you have eaten the food of angels. Your pastor is Moses, the great prophet Moses. My goodness. And yet, and yet, you can't exit this environment called wilderness you can't exit this environment called process I remember there was a time my wife and I were traveling and we had boarded this this flight we had boarded this flight, and we're going to another city and uh, every 15 minutes the pilot would make an announcement saying oh there is a lot of traffic our, our departure, our takeoff has been delayed by 15 minutes. He'll come back at the end of 15 minutes and he will make another announcement and, and 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 he'll say we are delayed by another 15 minutes, another 20 minutes. So our flight is on the runway, okay? Our flight is on the runway. We have reached the airport. We have cleared, um, you know, um, we have got our passport stamped we have cleared security we have boarded the flight we found our seats we sat down on our seats we we are ready to take off the flight is now on the runway but the pilot keeps saying we can't take off there is a lot of congestion the weather is not right this is not right there is a technical issue and for close to an hour maybe hour and a half we were on that flight and i promise you it was so frustrating it was frustrating frustrating you know i'll tell you why it was frustrating are, are you guys with me i'll tell you why it was frustrating if i was in the lobby or if i was on the lounge it's okay because the lounge was designed to make me wait the lounge was designed to to make me sit down and eat some food if i was at the security i wouldn't have bothered because the security is doing something that that's going to allow me to travel if i was driving to the airport it still would have been okay but now i'm on the runway i have boarded my flight i have my boarding pass everything is done and i can't take off i'll tell you why this is frustrating because everything around me has told me that i have arrived everything around me has told me i'm ready to take off everything around me is tell me you are about to take off but i am not Taking off. Ah, ah, God have mercy. Everything around me is prophesying that you're about to take off, you're about to take off, but I am still on the ground. And that is the danger of wilderness. That is the danger of the process because you are so close to the promise. One step. In one step away from the promised land, one step away from the glory of the glorious Canaan land, one step away, one swim from the river Jordan, and you have entered your glorious land. You have entered your promised land. You have entered your God-given destiny. And, and you can't take that last step. There is nothing more frustrating than that. Nothing more frustrating than that. And so many people perish in the last step ah so many people don't make it through stuck on the runway but this evening if you are within the sound of my voice and if you are in alignment to the word of the lord this evening i declare to you There shall be no more delays to your destiny. There shall be no more delays in your takeoff. The pilot will not make the same announcement again, but this time the pilot will declare, we are taking off. Fasten your seatbelts. We are take. I prophesy to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before this year ends, if you will listen to the word of the Lord, you will not be delayed. At the sound of 2022, you are about to take off. You are about to take off. You are about to take off. The spirits... Of the wilderness will not hold you down the, the the chains of the wilderness will not hold you down the bondages of the wilderness will not but you are going to come out you are going to exit there shall be no premature death in your life your destiny will not commit suicide oh i don't know who i am preaching to right now but i wish you can take 10 seconds and clap your hands and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. I declare to you, your destiny will not be aborted. Oh my God, my God, my God. My God, my God, my God, my God. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Your children. Your children, hear me carefully, your children will not bury you in the wilderness. Your children will not bury you in the wilderness. But they will carry you. You will carry your children into the promised land. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ah, Somebody give him glory. Oil is being released. Oil is being poured out. Oil is being poured out on your life. (sighs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. You will not die in transition. See... Ah. There was a man who sat at the pool because every year the angel of the Lord will come down and stir the waters and anybody that got into the pool was healed. The first one to get into the pool was healed. And this lame man, Every oh God have mercy. Every year would sit at the entrance of that pool for the stirring of the waters so he could get in. But every year he missed it. Every year he missed his visitation. Every year he missed his opportunity. Every year he missed his divine visitation. Every year somebody else would get in. And he had to wait another year. Ah, Stuck in transition. Stuck in the process. He can see the movement. He can see the angel of the Lord. He can see people getting healed. But uh, I'm going to share something with you. The only way. Listen to me carefully. The only way. The only way. The only way you break this pattern the only way you break the cycle the only way you exit the process is for you to encounter the lord jesus christ and get him to speak to you yes 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 there is a word that brings you out of egypt There is a word that sustains you in the wilderness, and there is a word that will take you into the promised land. The way you break the chain, the way you, ah, my God, help me, Lord Jesus, the way, the way you break the pattern, The way you overcome the spirit of the wilderness is that you must not be happy and you must be not satisfied but just being the spectator of the pillar of fire and the cloud of glory. You must learn to apply pressure on that presence so that presence will begin to speak to you greater things. Okay, let me... Some of you don't understand what I, where I'm going. Some of you don't understand. You're in the presence of God. But you don't know how to make the presence of God work for you. You're in the glory of God. You're in the fire of God. You're in the presence of the Almighty God. And yet, that audience in His presence, that proximity to His presence is not creating outstanding results for you. I don't know if you paid attention. I put up a post. I put up a post uh, on Instagram some days ago. And I said this. It is not enough to be in the presence of your helper. Uh, It is not enough. be in the presence of your helper you must learn the art of receiving help from your helper you can be in the presence of Jesus you can be in the presence of Almighty God and yet you there is a possibility that you don't receive anything there is a possibility that you have not understood how to receive help how to receive your breakthrough, how to receive your miracle, how to receive the next level of your assignment. Some of you are saying, "Ah, this pastor doesn't know anything. This man of God doesn't know what he's talking. What what nonsense is he talking? But please read your Bible carefully. Read your Bible carefully. How do you be surrounded by Jesus for 12 and um, for three and a half years and you turn out to be Judas? How is it that that people were getting healed around you and you didn't receive your healing? How is it that at the pool there were hundreds of sick people and only one man got his healing? How is that possible? Because you must learn the art of receiving help from the Lord Jesus Christ. Ah, that is why I read from John chapter 2 for you. Some of you are wondering this message has no connection to the passage of scripture that I read. But I told you I was taking it somewhere. The mother of Jesus was invited to the wedding. Jesus himself was invited to the wedding. And the wine ran out. And Jesus didn't do anything about the wine running out. <laughs> uh, somebody, would, some, somebody would have said at the wedding, ah, doesn't Jesus know that I have a need? Doesn't Jesus know we ran out of wine? Doesn't Jesus know that there is no wine in this wedding and I'm being embarrassed in front of my guests. I invited this Jesus and look, there is no wine. <laughs> and Jesus did nothing. Jesus did nothing. Jesus did nothing. Ah, I can't tell you how many times I hear from people, they say, Prophet, I do everything. I go to church. I send my tithes. I pray in the morning. I fast also once a week. I do everything, Prophet. But why is it that Why is it that I am not seeing breakthroughs? Why is it I'm not seeing anything happen in my life? Why is it my life not changing? Why why is it Ah, stuck in process, stuck in the middle? So, Jesus is at the wedding, and yet there is lack. Jesus is at the wedding, and yet there is no abundance of wine jesus is invited there and there are no miracles happening isn't it amazing that jesus will go to the blind man and say what do you want (laughs) jesus would go to the blind man and say what do you want for me that is that's i i don't understand that i don't understand that (laughs) he goes to the blind man and says what do you want The blind man says, I want to see. This Jesus, for you and I, it would be, you you think it's obvious. The blind man wants to see. The blind man wants to see. But Jesus does not make the mistake of assuming that. Jesus doesn't do the mistake of assuming that. He says, maybe he wants some money. Maybe he wants a plate of food. Maybe he wants uh, me to recommend him for a special project in the government for the blind people. (laughs) He says, what do you want? What do you want? What is it that you want the presence of Jesus to do for you? What is it that you want the presence of God to do for you? What is it? What is it? What is it? Same Jesus. Same presence of God. Same glory of God. But each one's receiving differently based on where they are. Based on what is the posture of their heart. Based on their level of understanding. Ah, my God, my God. This God has the ability to fit himself within the paradigm of your understanding. Okay, it's maybe that flew over your head. Some other day we will touch that, okay. But hear me now, hear me now, hear me now, hear me now. I'm teaching you how to escape this season. I'm teaching you how to escape this process. The mother of the Lord Jesus Christ comes and says, They have no wine. They have no wine. This is Mary, the mother of Jesus. This is, this is his mama. This is his, this is his mother. She carried Jesus in her womb. Okay. So this is, there is, there is serious connection happening here. ever wedding this was. That man, that woman, that family was close to Jesus' family, was close to, to, um, to the mother of Jesus. Now they said, um, says, uh, Mother Mary, can you go please talk to your son and get him to do something? We don't have wine. We don't have wine. We don't have wine. Uh, they were pulling connections. Okay? They were pulling uh, influence. They were showing, I know the mother of Jesus. So the mother of Jesus comes. The mother of Jesus comes. And says they have no wine, Jesus. They have no wine, and look what Jesus says. Look what Jesus says. This is, oh man, I, I, I don't know if you guys like this version of Jesus. Look at, look, look at what Jesus says, verse 4. And Jesus said to her, Woman, aye, who calls his mother a woman? Try doing it to your mother, your mother's gonna slap you. Yeah, go go. <laughs> go go try calling your mother woman. <laughs> woman, what does this have to do with me? Why are you bringing me this problem? This is not my problem. This is not my issue. So Jesus, aye, 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 aye. So Jesus can be at your wedding. And there is a problem at your wedding. But... That problem doesn't necessarily have to be his problem. I I don't know what I said. He is at the wedding. There is a problem at the wedding. But that problem is not necessarily his problem. Says, What does this have to do with me? This is not my problem. It is an art to make your problem Jesus' problem. You must learn, ah yeah yeah, you must learn how to make your problem Jesus's problem also. Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. My season has not come. My time for these miracles has not. He's telling that this 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 is not my time. Oh, I love this Jesus. He's telling he's communicating two things. He's telling that, This is not my problem. This is not my issue. This, I have nothing to do with this. And then he goes on to say, according to my father's calendar, according to my father's design, my time has not come. I am not meant to do signs and wonders. I'm not meant to do miracles. I'm not meant to show off my glory. I'm not meant to manifest my glory. My time has not come. First of all, he, okay. You see what Jesus is doing here, you see what Jesus is doing here, they send the mother of Jesus, they are using that relationship and he diffuses it by saying woman, he didn't say mother, he didn't say mama, he didn't say my mom, they, they came to him with the, with the influential card the mother of Jesus. And he diffuses that. Says, this is a woman. What can I do for you? I, I, this has nothing to do with me. So he takes away the relationship card out of the equation. Says, and I, I have nothing to do with this. He says, he addresses as a woman. So that influence of being the mother is removed. Then he says, this is not my problem. Then he says, this is not even God's will. This is because it's not even God's time. The, even if I can help you, it's not, I'm not meant to help you because it's not time okay now i want you to watch this i love this i love this i love this i love this look at verse 5 his mother said to the servants do whatever he tells you <laughs> i love this oh thank you jesus do whatever he tells you but didn't just this, one second ago jesus is saying i have nothing to do with this." Go away, woman, go away. I have nothing to do with this, my time. And the mother turns around and says, do whatever he says. So she is prophesying. He's about to open his mouth and say certain things. He's about to open his mouth and give you an instruction. Do what. Whatever he says, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Jesus was there and Jesus is unwilling. Jesus is reluctant. Jesus doesn't want to do anything. Jesus doesn't want to move. Jesus doesn't want to perform miracles. And he's saying, I... I don't want to do anything but there is a lady in that audience there is a woman in that audience who has history with God who has history with Jesus she has walked with Jesus long enough to understand him to 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 understand what is going to move his heart to understand what is going to move his spirit and she turns around and says Jesus, I have heard what you have said. Jesus, I understand what you have said. But she looks to the servant and says, do whatever he says. Oh my God. Your help, listen to me now. Your help. Sometimes in life. uh, man, I don't know if you guys are ready for this. I don't know if you're ready for this. Sometimes in life. Sometimes in life. Jesus is there in your presence. Jesus is there in your midst. Jesus is in your party. But you need somebody to interpret this Jesus for you. Mm. (laughs) You, You need somebody to translate Jesus for you. Because when you look at Jesus, you are not going to like this Jesus. He's like so arrogant he's calling his own mother woman and he's saying my time has not come he's saying this is not my problem oh i don't want help from this jesus i don't want to do anything with it. he's so arrogant but the presence of mary there the presence of the mother of jesus christ she is standing and says this is what he means <laughs> He is saying something but something else is going to happen I am interpreting Jesus for you. Uh, let me interpret this God for you. Let me translate. Let me interpret this invisible God for you. Ah. And she gives an instruction. Do whatever he says. Do whatever he says. Do Whatever he says. Do. Uh, when there is no instruction from God. Listen to me carefully. Do. When there is no explicit movement from God. When there is no explicit activity from God. When God himself is not saying anything. When God himself is not doing anything. Listen to a child of God who has history with God. Listen to a lover of Jesus. Listen to the instructions of a man and a woman who has stood in the counsel of God and pay attention to those instructions. I have given you something so very precious to you. When God seems to be silent in your life, when God seems to be not moving in your life, when God seems to be reluctant to work in your life, listen to the man of God. Listen to the woman of God that he has placed in your life and pay attention to that instruction. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Because something happens. Listen. Uh, she says, the instruction she gives to Whatever he says. Now that instruction provokes another instruction from Jesus. So, so the instruction of this woman leads them to the instruction of the divine. A natural instruction is leading to a divine instruction. A natural uh, a natural instruction from the mother of Jesus is now leading them to a divine instruction from Christ. And he says, fill the jars with water. Fill the jars with water. Oh, my God, my God, my God, my God. Your capacity to follow instructions will decide what is going to be the quality of life you will live i've already said too much i have already said too much your ability to discern the instructions coming from a lover of jesus you don't hear jesus because if you heard jesus you're going to be discouraged if you heard jesus's words You would have been discouraged because Jesus is saying, I don't want to do anything. This is not my time. This is not my problem. if If you heard the words of Jesus, you would have cried. Your wedding day would have been the saddest wedding day because Jesus is not helping you. Jesus is saying, this is not my problem. Jesus is saying, this is not my time. You would have wept. But in between, there was a woman of God. There was an interpreter. There was somebody that stood and took the words of Jesus, but it, ah, God have mercy. <laughs> she didn't come and say, Jesus is not doing, Jesus is not going to help. Jesus is not happy being here. Jesus is saying this is not his problem. Jesus is saying his time, she didn't say anything. Listen, I have heard from him. What you have to do is follow this instruction. When you go to him, He's going to give you certain instructions follow those instructions follow those instructions she didn't come and say Jesus is saying all of this oh, God have mercy she gave her own instruction you know why she said own instructions because she understood how Jesus would operate She knows what will move his heart. She knows how to get him to do things even when he is unwilling. This is the mother of Jesus. Growing up, Jesus might have said, I don't want to carry water today. Mama, I'm not carrying the water from the well today. But probably Jesus said no to a lot of things. But the mother of Jesus, she knows how to get work done from her son. (laughs) And she says, go and follow his instructions. And when they show up. An unwilling Jesus. Who said that it is not my time. Who said this is not my problem. Is opening his mouth. And giving instructions. Ah. He's giving instructions. God. Listen to me carefully. Okay, listen to me. God had rejected Eli. The priest. God was upset with Eli. God was upset with Eli's family. So God had decided that I have rejected Eli and I have rejected his family. And Samuel will be my priest and Samuel will be my prophet. And Samuel is a little boy, maybe 12 years of age, 13 years of age. is a little boy and has chosen Samuel. So God decides to show up and meet Samuel. And God calls to Samuel, 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 Samuel. Samuel said three times God's calling. And, and Samuel doesn't know that this is a voice of God. Samuel doesn't know this is God speaking. So every time God speaks, he's running to Eli. And then Eli, who was extremely flawed. Eli, who was extremely rejected. Eli. Eli. <laughs> Uh, who God is now not speaking to, but Eli has history with God that Samuel does not have. So now Eli is interpreting the voice of God that is coming to Samuel. He says, next time this voice comes, you have to say this. You have to say, your servant is listening. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Ah, So, that is why you do not fight a man that has history with God. You do not fight a woman that is a lover of Jesus. Eli stood between Samuel and said, Next time you hear this voice, this is what you do. Speak, Lord, for your servant is hearing is listening and that opens the door for the next level for the next revelations to come precious people what instructions have you received maybe they are not instructions from God himself but maybe somebody like me or somebody the Lord has placed in your life has given you an instruction have you obeyed that instruction? Because you will not escape the wilderness if you don't develop the art of receiving instructions and fulfilling them. Joshua and Caleb were the ones that were supposed to take people into the promised land, but the instruction to cross came from Moses <laughs> Aye, ay 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 ah God told Moses, you're not going into the promised land. And God told Moses that this people that came from Egypt, they're not going to go. A new generation is going to come. God said, I'm going to use Joshua and Caleb to go into the promised land. So Joshua and Caleb are the next generation of leaders. Joshua and Caleb are the successors. Joshua is the one that is anointed by God to carry people into the promised land. And yet the Lord didn't speak to Joshua. The Lord spoke to Moses. And said, now the time has come. You can take the people on the other side. Oh. Mm. It breaks my heart. It really does. When people sit in the presence of those that can help them. And they don't know how to get help. It, It hurts me so deeply. That you can sit in the presence of those who can bring solutions to you. Help you. Elevate you. Usher you into your next season. And you fail to recognize them. You fail to receive help from them. It's a tragedy. It is indeed a sad thing that you can be in the presence of your helper and you can't receive help. Thank God for people like Mother Mary. Thank God for people like Mary who stand in the gap for us and interpret certain things that are a mystery to us. Because if not for people like them, there will be no wine in our house. There will be no wine. All you will have is an empty jar. Ah, it makes me sad. You must encounter Jesus to escape wilderness. But for many of you, you have been encountering Jesus. You enjoy the presence of God. But you have not exited it because you have not received certain instructions. You have not received certain information. You have not followed the instructions that have come to you. Because natural instructions lead to divine instructions. They would have never heard the instructions of Jesus if they did not hear the instructions of Mother Mary. What instruction have you received? What has God spoken to you? What has your prophet, what has your prophetess, what has your pastor given to you? Instructions lead to inheritance. Can I say say that to you one more time? Instructions lead to inheritance. Instructions lead to inheritance. Instructions lead to inheritance. God, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. What is the one thing Mary, the mother of Jesus, possessed that everybody in that wedding did not have. She had history with God. She had history with Jesus. And there is power when a lover of God gives you instructions. There is power when a man who has walked with God brings you instructions. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Uh, then look at what Jesus says. Jesus looks... At the servants and he says fill those jars with water <laughs> fill those jars with water fill those jars with water but Jesus we want wine we want wine we want wine yes I know you want wine but my instruction is you fill those water jars that can contain 30 or 40 gallons, fill it with water. So they fill the water. <laughs> ah, They fill the water. They filled the water. The wisdom of God sometimes seems like foolishness to men. Because it made no logical sense. It didn't make any common sense. I want water. You're asking me to fill the jars with water. How? What does this have to do with my request? What does this have to do with my problem? So, is it possible that your instruction, the instruction that you receive, on the surface level, doesn't look like anything to do with your problem. Is it possible that Christ can ask you to do something that seems like it is completely unrelated to your issue? (laughs) Is it possible you want wine and he says go collect water? But I want wine. Yeah, Yeah, I know you want wine, but go fill this container with water and if anybody has has been married anybody that has been at a wedding you know how chaotic weddings get there's always something happening so now they're taking all the servants and what are you doing we're filling water we're <laughs> filling water and after the jars are filled he says take a cup take a glass of that water and take it to the chief guest to the most important person at the wedding and take it take it to them take it to them first of all i find it amazing that some people will have jesus at their wedding and not make him the chief guest shouldn't if jesus is at your at your wedding shouldn't he be the most important person Maybe that's why there was a lack of water. Maybe that's why there was a lack of wine. That Jesus can be at your wedding and he's not the chief guest. So Jesus says, take the water and carry it to the chief guest. Carry it to the chief guest. Carry it to the chief guest. guest." So they are taking water. They are taking water. They're taking water. And the man takes the glass of water and he drinks and he says, this is the finest wine. This is the finest wine. Your miracle is in the instructions you follow. Your miracle is in the instructions you follow. Your job is not to make the wine. Your job is to follow the instructions. Your job is not to create the signs and the wonders. Your job is to receive an instruction and follow the instruction. Let God take care of the wine. Let God take care of making the water into wine. Now, there are two possibilities. The water became wine, which I think it did. And then the man takes the glass of water and when he tastes, he's tasting wine. (laughs) He's tasting wine. And the best of it, Jesus was unwilling to move. Jesus said, that's not my time. Jesus said, this is not my problem. Yet, an interpreter knew, understood how to take an unwilling Jesus to move him in such a capacity that we have the results that we want everybody was in the presence of Jesus but they didn't know how to get Jesus to work for them but Jesus Mary the mother of Jesus knew how to make the presence of God work for her she knew how to maneuver this may the Lord give you such people may the Lord give you if you are favored by God You will have such people. Today, it seems fitting that it is the birthday of my mother in the Lord. Who is a Mary to us. Who has interpreted the instructions of Jesus. Who has translated Jesus in ways to us. That has brought wine to our life. Amen. We give God glory. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for this word. Thank you for giving us the capacity to hear instructions and to follow instructions, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for placing interpreters in our life who can take the word of the Lord and interpret that word to us. I pray for your precious people, God. Not one of them, not one of them, not one of them will miss their season. Not one of them will miss their God-given promise. They will not perish in the wilderness, but they will possess the promise of God. I release grace to them. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen, Amen, Amen. People of God, next, till the end of this year, I already told you, the 70 days is a divine season, divine opportunity for us to contend with God. It's a divine opportunity for us to pray and seek the face of God. If you have not already done that, I want to encourage you. Set aside your mornings for prayer. Seek the Lord like you have never done before. And may God give you grace. May God give you help. This year will not end with you stuck in the wilderness. This year will not end with you stuck in transition. This year, you will not be buried in the wilderness. But this year, God will give you wings. And you will mount with wings of eagles and enter the promised land. Amen. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. I hope you have been blessed. I hope you have received one or two things that is important for your life. I'm going to be praying for you tonight and this week. God is going to give you instructions. Instructions are going to come. Instructions are going to come to you in the spirit. Instructions are going to come. So you get ready. May the Lord richly bless you. God bless you. Thank you for giving me your precious time i'm going to be praying for you i want to request you to share this broadcast share this word with somebody that will benefit share it on your you know you put we put all kinds of nonsense on social media use your social media to spread the word of god amen god bless you i'll see you on wednesday at 8 p.m take care Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Please consider sharing it. And for more information, log on to harirao.com.